Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up, challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. If I had any sense, I'd quit worrying about the future. Go get more health insurance. Like Mutual of Omaha? What? Like Mutual of Omaha? Look at your wife. For her sake, too, you need all the protection Mutual of Omaha can give you. Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Talk to the good hands people. You're in good hands with all states. Call the man from Nationwide. He's on your side. sort of an interesting you know take on what we're going to do today i hadn't anticipated but now that i've had a chance to think about it for a few minutes i'm really excited about it today's show is we are family okay now how that fits in bill is obviously your family needs life insurance <laughs> well i'm Bill, well, at least I, the ones you I, love. I mean, if we're if we're going to have that happen, where my file played wrong, and we could talk about insurance, I'm just glad I've got Bill Mixon with me, because I mean, morning. insurance is, it's got everything to do with family, right? Protecting your family. If you love them, I, there you go. So don't worry, I've got those songs that are going to play throughout the breaks. We're just going to go with it. So it is it is what I would call. Easter Eve, <laughs> okay, if you will. Well, wonder what the Saturday is called before Easter. I've always called it Easter Eve, and so very fun. As we are going to talk about family and Easter today, I'm very excited about that. So if you had to pick 12, okay, you're going to have your last supper. It's the night before. You're going to have to go to a fairly painful and not fairly, extremely painful. Now, is this the second coming where everybody's going away tomorrow, or is this just us? That's the thing. This is your choice. You get to pick. So here's the question I want you to call in and share today. So you could pick 12 people, right? And and you can just give me the top four or five, however you want to look at that. Who would those be that you're going to spend your last night on earth with? You know, who would those people be? And, and if you're like me, you know, obviously – you know, my wife and kids kind of come to mind. And so that's how the family thing fits into that. So, you know, it's kind of like a Honda Civic and a Honda Accord, Bill, right? They're, they're in the same family. Or a Toyota Camry and a Toyota Corolla. It's a family thing. Or a Corvette and a Chevette. We never have figured out how those two got together with the same kind of name. 
But somebody thought it was a really good idea. Like, we'll call this Chevette a Corvette, and, and it'll come under the halo of the <laughs> family name, <laughs> however that looks. But you did hear Fontaine, right? I hope you did, that she is in the movie Le Miserable. And, and she is speaking at the very end of the movie to Jean Valjean, and he's actually, she's actually taking him to heaven. And what she says is, take my hand, I'll lead you to salvation. And if you read Exodus 6, which six we're going to spend some time on, it has everything to do with family and a whole lot to do with take my hand. And I think you're going to see this is just absolutely beautiful. And it has to do with Pesach, the Passover. So, you know, a picture God wanted us to see that was painted a long, 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 long time ago of what Jesus would do on Good Friday, on Thursday, on this Saturday, the Easter Eve. Bill is smiling. I like that. He looks like he's tickled. So, But before we go there, Bill, I have to say, speaking of family, I, I'm very blessed to have a lot of brothers and sisters in Christ. And last week I did this show, you might remember, on, on um, is it more blessed to give or to receive? <clears throat> yes. I did. And, and I made the point, and I thought, that it was really, really a huge blessing to receive. And then I went to a Bible study with a dear friend who'd also heard the show. And, and then yesterday morning I get this text, Robbie, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you knew Tammy, my wife, she would tell you, this is not anything that doesn't happen pretty often. Um, because I'm going to read you the actual text. Um, because it was so classic. It says, Brother Robbie, see, she's my sister's family. I enjoyed your take on receiving rather than giving yesterday, but the Lord Jesus himself said it's more blessed to give than to receive. <laughs> Refer to Acts chapter 20, verse 35. And then she says, I appreciate your lessons and especially your heart more than I can say your sister in Christ. Now, see, how beautiful is that? I mean, I, when you think about it, somebody has the love for me to say, Robbie, you, you, you got this wrong. <laughs> and I did. I looked it up. I'd never seen that in Acts. And, and then you, one of the challenges, where did Jesus say that? Because it doesn't say it in the Gospels, but Paul has it for us there that it's more to do that. So as I went and studied that, I really did learn a whole lot about the, the two blessings. And I'll save that for another show. But it just felt bad that last week I said that it's more blessed to receive than to give. And I do think there's a huge thing in holiness that has to do with receiving. It has everything to do with Easter. We're going to get into that today. The whole show was about that. I know it. I just now thought about that. <laughs> the entire program. But I liked your take on it. I mean, don't deny someone the gift of receiving. Of giving, right. right. Give, By not taking, right, you can't exactly. do it. Okay. And so... You'll see in today's show, we're going to talk about the gift or, or how holy it actually is to receive. Okay, so moving on to what we're going to talk about today. I just didn't want to be quoted out there as being, you know, I always feel like I'm walking around in muddy boots. Like I'm, I'm talking about things that God's showing me, and they're hugely significant and wonderful. And so I'm very thankful for brothers and sisters who call me on stuff. And my wife, who will always tell you, you know, <laughs> he's, he's wrong. He's wrong a lot, Okay. <laughs> But don't you think, really, that someone's creation reflects them, right? If you paint something or you write poetry, it's going to reflect you. Well, God's creation really does. And if you think about God's heart in his creation, don't you think that family 
is at the heart of it, right? Because if you look at a bear with his cubs or a robin, right, with its nest, I mean, think of how family is just all over. I mean, think how many Christmas movies, a billion of them, have to do with family and home and this whole concept. And so it's a reflection of God and, and the whole deal. So when you think about it, God's hand really is a huge deal in Scripture, and it's been extended to you personally, really has, as your father or like a father would lead his child, and I hope you had a good father to see that picture, but how about a husband that takes your hand to the altar, right? The hand is there. So if you ever go to a Passover Seder, which is a picture of what Jesus was going to do, it's in Exodus 6, they have four cups of wine that they drink at a Passover Seder, and they are celebrating these four things that God said to Moses when he told him he was going to take him out of Egypt. So here's a different take on Exodus 6 and 7 than maybe you've ever heard. But I'm going to read this the way I believe it was, it was meant to say, because it's kind of like a, a marriage ceremony between God and the children of Israel, which he very much says, tell the children, which is Ben, you know, my sons, tell them, and my daughters, I'm going to bring them out. So here, here's the way I believe it reads. Do you, God, promise to take your children, Israel, to bring them out of bondage, God says, I will. To deliver them, God says, I will. To be their kinsman redeemer, God says, I will. Those are the first three cups of wine that Jesus drank at the Last Supper with his 12. And the last one he didn't drink that night. And the last cup is, I will take them, and will you, God, take them to be yours? And God said, I will. Now, here's an amazingly beautiful thing. I just saw it this morning, Bill. At the end of each of those statements in Hebrew, there's extra letters, and they put extra letters in to signify something, but it has to do with the word I will, and what it is in Hebrew, it would be called a yud and a tav. Well, if you look at those letters in ancient Hebrew, the way that Moses perhaps wrote them, it was a hand and a cross. I'm not kidding you. So when he said, I will, the way that you would say that in Hebrew, if you're attaching it to something that you were going to do, you would attach a hand and a cross. And so think about the beauty of this passage. When God said that he's going to take you out of bondage, he's going to deliver you, he is going to be your kinsman redeemer, and he is going to take you to be yours. And the way he said, I will, I couldn't be, it was just unbelievable. I have it, by the way, at ChristianCarGuy.com. You can see it. And has everything to do with family. So, yes, you can call in to tell us you're 12 or your top three or four, however that works. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And so now that you know I'm wrong a lot, I put all the references there at, at ChristianCarGuy.com. So you can see if I'm right. Listening to the Truth Network. Truthnetwork.com. Come with me. The chains Uh-oh. will never bind you. Oh, I am ready for you. your grief lost behind you. Lord in heaven, look down on him in mercy. Forgive me all my trespasses and take me 
to your glory. Take my hand, I'll lead you to salvation. Today on the Christian Car Guy on this Easter Eve, talking about Exodus chapter 6. And, you know, the promise is God said that He will, right? He will lead us out of bondage. He is our, He will be our kinsman redeemer. He will take us to be His. And so if you had your Last Supper and you knew you were going to go um, to this place, it would help redeem your family. Who would, who would the 12 people be for you? We have Nancy is in Chapel Hill. Nancy, you're on a Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to hear your voice. Happy Easter Eve. <laughs> Happy Easter Eve. So um, I know you, you speak about who I would have with me. And, you know, for me, it I'd open it up. To whoever really needed to be around me. Mm, yeah. But I called to because part of it is, I'm sorry, I'm getting so emotional. It's okay. But you talked about receiving and giving. And, you know, he always talks about, you know, um, joy. And it's hard for some of us to experience that joy, but um, they actually did find that, you know, when you're giving, both the, the giver and the receiver, and sometimes even the observer of kindness and things, their serotonin and dopamine and endorphins and oxytocin levels to raise up, which actually do make us feel joy and and all and that i find that when you do an act of kindness or a blessing to someone whether they need it or not i really think i'm the one who gets the blessing but the one thing i wanted to bring up as well robbie is you know a lot of times we're taught hey you know you can do anything you want uh, you know as long as you learn and you don't need to ask for other people to help but I had a sister-in-law one time who got really upset at me, and she's the sweetest person. And she said, you know, if you're not allowing to receive, you're not allowing other people to give. And you're taking their joy chance at joy away. So, oh, yeah. you know, it, for me, I'm not saying I'm, I'm begging for, to receive things. But if people want to give, you have to also allow that so you don't take away their chance at joy, you know? And, and it was something that took a while me, for me to learn, but then you also, you know, see the joy in 
in giving and being able to help people, but they also have to be able to receive. But all of the ones who are involved, you know, just physiologically as well <laughs> as mentally, oh, you it's, know, it's, experience it's, this joy. It's, it's a huge thing, and it's really, really cool. When I had a chance to study it, because they're, both points are really, really, really valid, okay? But the word, you know, it's, it's blessing is a completely different word than holy, and when I looked at it, especially because the reference that most commentators say that when Jesus said that, he was referring to what he had said in Matthew ten eight, which is freely you received, now freely give. And the mm-hmm. part is, a lot of us don't freely receive. <laughs> and because you don't freely receive, you do rob that other person of the blessing of giving. Now, getting back to what we're talking about today, because Jesus is saying very much in this passage we're talking about in Exodus 6, take Mm -hmm. my hand, right? The one with the nails in it, the one that has the blood, the one that you're going to take in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Take my hand. That word take is to receive. And if you don't take his hand, it's not going to be good. I mean, it, it, and so it's actually holy to take, but it's Mm -hmm. a blessing to give. And so as I thought about it, wow, if, if you don't have the receiving, you know, other people don't get the blessing of giving. And so what I was talking about last week is actually valid to some extent. Which is more blessed? It is to give. But which is more holy? Mm-hmm. It is to receive. And, and I think I could make a case for that. But again, I could be wrong again. But I'm very, very appreciative <laughs> for your call. So while I got you on the phone, who would be mm-hmm. the top person that you or two that you would want at your last supper? Well, oh, you want to make sure they're there. Yeah, it 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 would be my girl. Of course, of course, it would. You don't. My family. You wouldn't want to leave them, and your family no. is. It's the deal. Um, mm-hmm. Because what I discovered, Nancy, very very cool is the word family in Hebrew and the word feast have many, many, many letters in common. And essentially, if you'll just take my take on it, they both are a very royal thing that has to do with consuming. Okay? So Mm -hmm. think about a family dinner and how much you enjoy, or if you're having Easter tomorrow with your family, we're doing a Passover Seder. How much do we enjoy eating with those people that we love? And... In Jesus' case at the Last Supper, guess who was the dinner? Not guess who's coming to dinner, (laughs) but guess who was the Pesach, who was the Passover, so that's really cool. Thank you for calling in, Nancy. We need your calls, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. I still believe. We're not too far apart Two worlds among the stars Don't take a piece of my heart Please don't leave It's not too late to say Father, show us the way To fight for what we got Cause you
Yes, we are family today on the Christian Car Guys show. And since we're family, who would you pick for your 12 if you were to have your last supper as we share things with family today on the Christian Car Guys show? I got um, Angela is in Burlington. I'm excited about her family. Angela, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. First thing I want to say is thank you because you and Bill and Bob and all the regulars <laughs> on uh, Christian Gar- Car Guy Show and Kingdom Pursuits are family. And although we've never met face to face, I just love you all so much. And you're very, very special. You know, you make a beautiful and... point. You re- we really are. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how many times I've talked to you, Angela, over the years. It's been absolutely spectacular. But there are so many listeners that really God puts us in these families to share. And we get to share. Think how many Easter's we've shown. You know, I think this is my 16th or 17th Easter sharing on a Christian Car Guy show. <laughs> we've shared a lot of Easter's, haven't we? <laughs> I mean, that's really, really cool. That is beautiful. And, uh... And I'd like to talk a minute about the more blessed to give than to receive. Please. Well, that's a scripture that has that has bothered me because I've always thought, well, in order to give, you need someone to receive, right? You yeah. Know? And uh, to think that as a giver, I am more blessed than the one who receives, that just kind of got mixed up in my head, you know? And I have had difficulty before in being a receiver, especially when someone who I know doesn't have a lot is trying to give something to me. But now I've come to think, well, okay, this person doesn't have a lot, but God has called them to give this to me. So if I don't accept it, I may be closing the door of a great blessing for the for that person. So I try to be a gracious receiver these days. Yeah, I think you it's know, absolutely so. it's absolutely critical when you especially if you think about the Last Supper, right? They partook, they take mm-hmm. that word take in Hebrew, if you look at the letters, is very much got a hoof in it which means holy i mean it 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 is a holy word um and, and when you think that if they didn't take the bread and they didn't take the blood or we don't take the bread and we don't take the blood you know we don't get to enjoy what jesus did when you think about it he just didn't include 12 at the last supper <laughs> angela he included us yes right yes I mean, right. it's it's phenomenal how that's written into the story and how cool it is, the picture that was painted by God in Exodus of what it would look like to actually be freed from bondage, to have this kinsman redeemer and, and to be delivered. Um, and, and again, he, he did that all with an outstretched arm which when you read Exodus 6, it says that he will do it 
with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. <laughs> well, picture Jesus on the cross, and that is the mightiest hand that ever was yeah. with an outstretched arm. It's, it's really a, a, a phenomenally cool the thing to realize, but he's he's reaching that hand out to us. Yeah. And as for my 12, uh, I would want, well, my mom and dad have passed away, and I had no brothers or sisters, so I would want all my cousins. And one person here in my apartment complex. Really? That would, uh, that has fallen victim to false teaching. I would love to sit down with him one more time and talk to him and to see the scales fall from his eyes. Um, He's got some really wild beliefs now. Uh, He was he was in the church, so he he at one time knew. Yeah, and what and, a beautiful what but, a picture, Angela. I mean, I've uh, loved to have. I hadn't even thought about that. That's why I love my listeners. You know, like I hadn't even thought <laughs> about inviting those people that I tried to talk to many times, and, and never yeah. could see the light come up on their in their eyes. You know, what a beautiful. Bill, you got to admit, I, mean, I think she needs. If we got the applause somewhere, Bethann, I think we need applause for that. That that's that's just an outstanding answer. She's getting it for us. So you don't want to leave Angela till we get the applause going. There you go. <laughs> oh, Robbie. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh, wonderful. Well, happy Easter to you, Angela, and God bless you. Thank you so much for calling in today. As always. You guys are family, and and we appreciate it, don't we, Bill? Absolutely. Yeah. God bless. Have a great, a great Easter Eve. <laughs> you you too, Robbie, and a, and a great Resurrection Day tomorrow. Yes. Thank you. Bye bye. So we need your call. You know who are your twelve? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. Some of them might just fall asleep later on in the garden, but it's okay. 866-348-7884. How about you, Bill? People need to remember salvation is a gift, and you can do one of two things with a gift. You can accept a gift or you can decline a gift. And when we're talking to folks about Jesus and the opportunity to spend the everlasting with God, we need to mention to them that God's given you a gift. It's not absolute it's not nailed on you it's something you either pick up and take or it's something you walk past and well it's kind of nailed <laughs> not <Just> you <laughs> nailed to jesus right yeah yeah and there's a really neat thing too about that um that it was nailed to a tree right and and, and i actually i've got a passover seder i get to go do with mike zwick my good friend in mebbin this afternoon, and one of the things I get to teach on are how many Zadiks are in those in the Hebrew version of those words that I'm going to, you know, take you out of bondage. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to be their kinsman redeemer, and I'm going to take you to be yours. It's amazing how much that you would see a tree involved in all those statements because it takes a tree 
to make things right. And that's that, that whole idea of the righteous one, right? Because when they roasted that lamb, it was roasted over wood. I don't know if you ever realized that. And when, when God was saving Noah in the ark, what was it made out of? Wood. Right. What's the mercy seat made out of? Wood. <laughs> and, you know, so you, you, you get the picture that these trees that are blossoming right now, wherever you are, I hope you're, you're someplace where they're blossoming beautifully, whether they're Bradford pears or cherry trees or whatever, they're celebrating the righteousness that came on Easter. I, I'm convinced. I mean, whenever I look at them, I'm going down the highway and I see all those trees in bloom. I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that it's that it's that it's righteousness. So we do have Lynn who is the car lady. So I'm excited about that. Lynn, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Hi Robbie. I just wanted to call and uh thank you so much. I finally went ahead and purchased the car. Oh. And you had talked to the dealership for me and I went ahead and got the car. And it took me a little while, though, and they showed me the features and everything. But I had a question for you. Um, okay, so I just recently bought it and brought it home, and the um, person that sold it to me uh, even brought it out to the house and everything. That was wonderful. And she went over the features with me. However, between the time that I made the purchase and actually picked up the vehicle and brought it home. I put it in the garage for a couple of days. I was a little nervous about all the features on the vehicle. Um, but uh, when I went to look more closely at it, several things that she had sat in the car and went over with me are not on the vehicle now. Really? Yeah, my question to you. I hate to, uh, Lynn, I hate to to go to a break in the middle of, that's a great question. We're going to discover more about that to get a little backstory is Lynn lives in Washington and she was in need of a car without going out and getting it. So we will work on that when we get back. Plus we need your story of your 12. We'll look forward to that when we beat, when we come back. Stay tuned. Listening to the Truth Network. Truthnetwork.com. Come with me. The chains oh. will never bind you. In heaven, look down on him in mercy. Forgive me all my trespasses and take me to your glory. Take my hand, I'll lead you to salvation. Take my love, for love is everlasting. And remember. The truth that once was spoken To love another person is to see the face of God We are family today on the Christian Car Guys show. I don't know how many times I've heard that song, but it always makes me cry. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't cry when it first played. <laughs> Well, it is pretty. 
Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a, and a phenomenal ending to the movie, by the way, if you ever see it. Le Miserable. But anyway, um, to love another person is to see the face of God. And what 12 people would you take with you to go to your Last Supper? What might that look like, what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guys show? But I also need to mention to you that today at 1 o'clock on the Truth Network, if you're listening to the Truth Network, we have Amy Cabo and the Cure, and what a neat topic she has today. One of my that's really near and dear to my heart, and it speaks to family, is the mental health stigma. And, and I have a dear friend. One time, wrote a book. It said the 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 um, ailment that gets no chicken soup, right? Like you go into your Sunday school class and you say, "Well, I'm suffering with bipolar disease, or I'm suffering with depression." You know, you're not going to have a lot of people show up at your door. You know. Um, you know, offering to help in that situation, it scares people. And so there's a stigma attached to, to mental health. And a lot a lot of people believe it has to do with faith and all that kind of stuff. So what an opportunity you have today to listen to Amy, who certainly has had some experience in this area, and to call in with your views. 866-34-TRUTH, same thing. It's going to be on today at 1 o'clock with Amy Cabo and The Cure. So when we left Lynn, our hero in Washington, she had... Again, due to COVID and some other things that she has in her family, needed a car brought out to her, and she called me, and I helped her do that, and it was really a neat experience. But now the car's there, and as she was describing, some of the things that they were teaching you on how to use features, when you're looking for the future feature, you can't find them now on the car? No, it's not that I can't find them. They're, uh, uh, well, I guess you could say it that way. They're simply not there. So I had a neighbor come over who is well acquainted with all the features on the vehicle. And he said, no, you, you do not have, for instance, the map feature, and you don't have uh, the lane departure feature and various things that uh, the woman had gone over with me while we were there and showed me that it was there. And so my question to you is, have you heard of this happening before where a vehicle is purchased and some sometime between actually picking up the vehicle uh, and and all um, that some things have been removed? And is, is this legal? I mean, I, I purchased the vehicle with these features on. Have you some talked? Of this is just, some have, of it's just standard, like the maps. I think I have a solution. Here's, you do? I, I oh, do. good. Okay. So what I will do is Monday when they're open again and I have time, I will call the dealership and I'll ask to speak to the salesman. In the meantime... If you want to email me the feature specifically that um, that you feel like you're missing, or I'll call you back um, Monday and get that from you. You know, just write them down, what, whatever that is, and I'll call you back and I'll get them from you Monday, and then I'll call the dealer, and, and we'll see, you know, what their take is on the things that you feel like, and and and, and we'll get it resolved. That's the best thing I know oh, to do. Oh, that would be fabulous. I'd so appreciate that. Absolutely. I- I uh, yeah, I didn't know how to proceed with this and what to do next. Well, but, my uh, guess I, my guess is it's a misunderstanding of some kind, and those happen. You know, it's so easy, especially when it comes to features on a car because they are so complicated, and there yeah. are so many things that oh my goodness, um, especially with a car like she bought a Camry that that's all wheel drive. And all got all sorts of features, so I'm excited to get that resolved for you, Lynn. Okay. Oh, thanks so much, and happy Easter to you right. and and uh, your staff there. And I enjoy your program. And I just want to say once again how much I appreciated your help. I uh, don't think I would have been able to actually 
get a new vehicle without your assistance. So, Robbie, thank you so much. You've just been a godsend to me. I just so much appreciate it. Oh, it was my pleasure. It really was fun to get back in there and do that kind of thing again. I hadn't done it in a while. So I'll look forward to how God resolves and be praying for the resolution over the weekend. Thank you, Lynn. God bless you. Happy Easter. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we got Karen who's been hanging on for a long time in Raleigh. And Karen, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Oh, we lost Karen. Call us back, Karen. I want to know about your 12. But, Bill, you've got you've got 12. I was just thinking the last time I really enjoyed buying a vehicle was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost my salesman. Oh, well. You know, I was thinking you, you walked in early and you said, uh, who are the last 12 people you want to eat with before you, you die and move on? And I was thinking about what in the world – yeah, was that Jim Jones dinner, or was that a <laughs> Titanic dinner, or was that a dinner before I hop on a plane to go on a trip? And it was 12 totally different people, depending on which way I looked at it. And then you I'll came bet. in and said my list was wrong because I didn't have my family members in there. So, you know, I love my family members. And if my family members are going to see me off before I get on that plane, you know, any time I can have a meal with my wife or my children, it would just be wonderful. And my father's been gone quite a while. It would be just so nice to see him again, you know. And then my list sort of goes in different directions. There's some folks in history it would be nice to have had a chance to break bread with. There's some people I respect like you, uh, that have just made a big difference in my Christian walk that would be wonderful to have break bread with. And I sort of have to wrap my head around exactly what happens after the end of that field, fill in those chairs. <laughs> well, the thing of it is that, I, you know, as I just picture my own, you know, 12 that I would be sitting with, and I won't go into all the details of who that might be, but they make up who I am. Yes. <clears throat> Um, all of them have that place in my heart. Um, and, and you think that Jesus brought the 12, but the thing I love that Jesus did, he's kind of like Captain Kirk with the no-win scenario. He said, I'm not just having 12. So <laughs> <laughs> that makes it a lot easier. You um, figure out how to keep a few of them apart during uh, the meal. Uh, it, and then he washed their feet, right? And, and then he celebrated these cups with them. And again, I, Exodus 6 and 7 are a beautiful thing to go study at Easter time because God was painting this picture. He had this big, beautiful canvas, and he wanted to show what bondage looked like. He wanted to show what redemption looked like. But, but most of all, he wanted to show you what Jesus looked like, and he looked like a Passover lamb that would take away the sin of the world. So tomorrow morning, right, Bethann, he is risen. It's risen indeed. Yes, he has. We'll look forward to that. You guys, we are so grateful for your listening. All the phone calls today, and I'm maybe next week can give you the result resolution to Lynn's issue. So we got so much going on. Please um, check out ChristianCarGuy.com, the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years, and had time to do it over supper. I'm just saying, Bill. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
another program powered by the Truth Network.